everybody. Welcome to the Hallmark Keys podcast. And we're really excited today. We are here talking about the non-Christmas movies from Hallmark, our favorites. There are over 50 movies on Hallmark Channel, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries this year that were not Christmas. So it's pretty amazing. And uh, it was fun to look back and think about which ones were our favorite. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Mary's here. Hi there. Yes. And Colleen is here. Hello. How are you both doing? So good. good. Yes. Good. Happy New Excited Year. To, yes. Oh, yeah. We're going to stay Happy up till New maybe Year. 10. <laughs> I was going to say, if I make it to 930, I'll be lucky. <laughs> I'm, yes. such a, I'm such a like softy these days. I don't want to go out. I just want to stay home. I'm all about just being at home where it's safe and quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish that it, uh, I wasn't an insomniac because uh, the staying up to midnight is not a problem for me, but, uh, but it's nothing special. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's not an achievement like it used to be when I was little. Right. <laughs> You're like, I stay up till midnight. <laughs> and it's not the same without Dick Clark, you know? Yeah. Nobody can can replicate that. Ryan Seacrest, no Dick Clark. Oh, huh? no. <laughs> yeah. The only the thing I love about no for the most part, I don't really like New Year's because I think it's actually the most coupley of all the holidays, even True. more so than Valentine's. Mm-hmm. And and so it's not that much fun for singleites like myself. And, <laughs> but the only thing I think I really like about New Year's is an excuse to eat appetizers. Oh, tapas. Yes. Yeah. All night. Oh, little yeah. bites of little, little yes. go to Trader Joe's and, and get a bunch of their little bites. The best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything that like you can have um, in the freezer that comes like, yeah. And you just get it out and put it up on a tray and yes. Why not? Yes. Mm-hmm. And this year they have a, a New Year New Movies movie for New Year's Day, which is pretty fun. Yeah. Ooh, that's right. Yeah. I feel like we've had to wait till longer in January in the past. Yeah. I think they usually have had a, a week in between unless they had a New Year's movie, which this doesn't look like a New Year's movie. It looks no. like a spring movie. Uh, and I asked Samantha DePippo about that, <laughs> about them losing the seasons. She was a little wishy-washy on her answer, I have to say. She was like, oh, we still have the seasons. And I'm like, uh, not you really. Know. <laughs> you remember wow. that one? Oh, wow. The one uh, with Michael Rady and Amy Teagarden, uh, New Year's yes. Resolution. And I don't even think that one was on New Year's. I think it was like yeah, the seventh or something. Yeah, it was in like that a... season. Yeah. At least yeah, it was, it was a New season. Year's. Yeah, there was that. There was the Birthday Witch, was one of my all-time favorites. Was a New Year's mm-hmm. movie. Oh, I love that. And one. then there was that terrible one with Jen Lilly. That oh. one I try not to think about. The one I can't remember. remember. With uh, uh, that was from name? last year. It was oh, so bad. So bad. Where your heart belongs. Oh, it was awful. It was so bad. I mean, <laughs> I... how do you? Because Jen Lilly is just an inherently likable human. She is mm-hmm. so nice and friendly. So I don't know how they make her so unlikable. I know. Was that the one that was like chasing waterfalls, but like worse or something? I can't, I've like blocked it. No, it it was the one where she was like planning her friend's wedding and she didn't like care about it. She, all she wanted was to get her points as an influencer. She didn't even like care about her friend. Yeah. She was on her phone all the time. She was, yeah, she was really selfish. I forgot. But Anyway, so we're, talking about the best. <laughs> we're talking about the best of 2022, not yes. Christmas. Uh, and there was some good stuff. 
Uh, and I particularly thought that August, I guess that part of, uh, summer nights was, or fallen to you. I don't know when it was August. I thought was really strong. (laughs) (laughs) I think they were actually calling that fall into love, but, uh, I thought that that was actually a really strong season for them. I have a bunch from that in my top 10 and, uh, uh, and, uh, but there were some rough patches <laughs> earlier in the year, I would say. <laughs> and yeah. I have to admit there were a few I did not watch. I I did not watch the cut and color mystery. I didn't watch the last or tea garden. There, there were a few mysteries that I didn't have to cover on the podcast and I just never got around to watching them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think yeah. I didn't even watch the third um, wedding veil because I by then I was like, I, I don't think I, I mean, I, yeah. But I gonna, think I had it on in the background, the third one. No, I bet gonna I be, it. It's going to be interesting because that was the best one of the three. But I was uh, going to oh, no. say that was my favorite <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it must be worth, you know, they'll be, re, they'll be rerunning it, I'm sure, with these okay, new ones so coming up. Because I remember yeah. the Italian one and I thought it was fine, but then I was like, I don't, okay, well, good. Now I know I need to watch it. <laughs> I, I wonder how these new ones are going to do, if they will do as well. Cause I feel like a lot of people didn't really like them that much. And maybe it's just this bubble that I'm in, but they had incredible ratings, especially the first one. The first one had better ratings than anything from Christmas, 2021, which is crazy. It was my least favorite. I didn't like it much at all. (laughs) It was good. It was super boring. It was just them planning this event the whole time. There was nothing. And then, and then, uh, the second one was her just researching. It was a research movie. Yeah. And it was right. Italy, which we joked about before, but uh, my favorite scene in that one, when he's like, I'm the amo, like kind of just says like, we're going to keep walking up this road. And she's like more Italian, more Italian. Uh, that, that was, <laughs> that was a good scene. When the, uh, <laughs> when the new book club sequel trailer, uh, came out. Yeah. I just died laughing because they're going to Italy. <laughs> Oh my god. Jane Everyone, and, you know, yeah. Oh my gosh. So funny. Yeah, they were in love with Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I and I do have in Italy on my on my top ten. I one of them made the cut. Actually, maybe me too. Let me check. Yeah, just one. But anyway, it was an interesting year. I am curious to see how well this new set of wedding bell movies does now that they're all coupled up like what are they going to do and will they do like with the evergreen movies where the guy is just kind of like oh he's away on a job or he's away like are the guys going to be in these new ones too or will they be like oh he's on a work trip i have mcgarry's in the first one because i keep okay. saying commercial but i don't know about you know we haven't seen anything beyond the first one yet so yeah i think i remember hearing about victor webster filming in greece i think i feel like i heard that on social media and i and the third one is set in greece oh perfect. so Good. i think at least i think they'll be in it at least the at least something but uh but yeah it, it, it's always hard for hallmark to figure out what to do next mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know after they have their couples set so We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? 
Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. We also <laughs> had the start of the mahogany uh, uh-huh. franchise, which is really exciting. And I was very proud of our coverage, mm-hmm. the mahogany oh, cast. Oh, very good. Yes. I was very proud of that. I thought that was really great. And, uh, and you know, so that's been fun to see. I kind of wish it wasn't on movies and mysteries because they could have a little bit more fun with them. They didn't feel a need. Sometimes I feel like when Hallmark does diversity, they feel a need to make it important, you know? And so yeah. it's got to be drama and it's got to be like big. <laughs> it's like, no, we, everybody deserves to have silly rom-coms. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, the one in Seattle, the fashionable yours, I think I'm like that is a, so much fun. It's just gorgeous. It's fun. And it's like, they didn't make this big point. Like, look, it's diverse. It was just a good movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, I will see what continues to happen with that, but uh, I guess let's get started. Let's talk about our number 10 of non-Christmas Hallmark 2022. My number 10 is one that I feel like not very many other people liked, but I enjoyed it is Autumn in the City. I really enjoyed this one. It helps the fact that I saw this while vacationing in New York City. So I think that I was just Uh, in like the perfect situation and spot to like have a cute little rom-com I also thought it was really funny when she like accidentally auditions for that <laughs> for the play she doesn't <laughs> even know what it is yeah that was really funny I thought and uh I I liked the two of them together I felt like this is the first time that we saw Amy Teagarden that felt correctly cast for her mm-hmm. uh where she didn't feel either too young or too old like to me she seemed just right <laughs> cast for her mm-hmm. and I liked her and Evan Roderick I thought that they worked uh and uh and I love Laura Soltis whenever she's in one of these movies she's always great as his mom she was good and I I just I thought it was fun I enjoyed it it was very autumning <laughs> yeah autumning yeah, <laughs> that one's still on my list to watch because I was actually on a on a work trip when that one came out, and then I, I can't remember if it was playing anymore. So I've got it like a note, like if that comes back, I need to record it on the DVR. Yeah, or I can just get it on demand and watch that one because that did look cute, and I love her. I'm I will watch any movie with her because I just think she's just so much fun. Yeah, well, it, it's hard for me because I just know her so well as Julie on Friday Night Lights and she was this yeah. teenager character and I feel like she has a really young face mm-hmm. and this was the first one where I felt like she was playing a young person just starting out you know and so it fit I felt like she fit so well whereas some of the others like when she was playing uh in the family tree movie to mm-hmm. me she seemed too young for that part and definitely too young to be with uh, Andrew, Andrew Walker. Walker yeah so this was to me was Finally, they got it right. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that one. It was cute. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they worked in the humor 
they worked into humor. Let me see who wrote this one. Blake Silver, Joey Elkins, Sherry Davenport are the writers. They did a good job. It was funny. <laughs> I liked the two friends in the restaurant. There were the coffee, whatever oh, yeah. that place was. I liked all that too. They were funny. Mm-hmm. So that's my number 10. What about you, Colleen? What is your number 10? <sighs> totally opposite, like that going in totally opposite direction. It's the journey ahead, which was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Wasn't it on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries yep. with Holly Robinson Pete? I had that as my 10 for a while. And then uh, I I kept moving it on and off. <laughs> so it's I, I, I know really I actually just moved it in and I had another one I moved out. Yeah. I really <laughs> liked it. It was really well done. I cannot remember the other actress's name that she was with. They had great like part, you know, chemistry. Bailey Bryant. Okay. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was just really well done. I really liked the story. I liked, um, you know, her fear of, you know, cancer and all that was just real. It happens to so many people. I just thought there was a lot of real, real, uh, realism to it. Her uh, ex was pretty, pretty bad. Um, yeah. To have him with another person in her house. Yes. Oh, having an affair. That was oh. shocking. Was it, like, what are we in lifetime? Bit- wasn't that Lachlan Monroe who always played who's lately like he was in the mistletoe promise famously as a bad dude so like I I I just I just thought it was a really well done movie I love Holly almost everything she does I love so I was really pleased with that one yeah that's a good one yeah all right Mary what's your number 10 okay so like you guys I had a ton tied for number 10 and just today because because of sentimental reasons, this one won out. It's called Marry Me in Yosemite. So I know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some people panned it, but hear me out. I watched it with my husband and he loves national parks and he watched it with me and he's like, this is pretty. Look at the scenery. I could go there. Let's go there. So it was just a fun bonding moment for me and my husband. Plus, I had I don't think I'd ever seen that actor in any homework movie before. Tyler Harlow. Not just that. Um, it was his first like movie period oh, right? oh wow yeah. which is very impressive yeah I was impressed yeah. by him um I Cindy Busby didn't overact too much <laughs> <laughs> so that was props you know and um <laughs> the conflict with like you know the, the what the like 15 minutes to go conflict was a little yeah. over, you know and then being a journalist I was like you can't um and a writer myself I'm like you can't um get something fixed that quickly but Hey, and my husband being like, it's a movie. Come on, they're in love. So then I, you know, forgave it. And, <laughs> and I liked it. It was just, it was fun escape summary. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing about that movie is that I just wanted her to take her darn shoe off. Like when she gets <laughs> cut, caught in the yeah. rock, I'm like, just take your take shoe it. off. I know. I know. <laughs> that, I think I was yelling at the TV as well. Like, oh my goodness. Your shoe is caught. Take it off and your foot will be free. (laughs) (laughs) Not hard. But (laughs) I can see why you would have it at your number 10. All right. Well, my number nine is my Italy movie. (laughs) It's my Always Amore is my Italy movie. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tyler is just so good. It's hard to not put him on this list uh he's so swoonworthy i thought he and autumn were a good combo i liked the uh sous chef uh guy 
uh, you've got Julie Sherman Wolf riding. That's always going to be a winner. Uh, and they had some more drama because this was on movies and mysteries. Uh, and all the cooking, you know, was fun. All the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably maybe the best food movie of the year on either Lifetime or Hallmark because those were pretty much a miss all around. Yeah. <laughs> <Food> movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this uh, I thought was was it was fun. I enjoyed it. That was my that was my number ten until about a, a two hours ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I flipped it. Yeah, yeah. that was so that dropped to number eleven. But yeah, there I love that go. one. I my problem was I accidentally got that one mixed up with the perfect recipe, the one with the um that kept flashing back to the couple and then forward and the, uh, oh, I'm um, welcome to mamas. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Welcome to Mama's. I got them mixed up, and so I forgot about that one. And that one is a cute one. Always a Mori. Okay, so that's probably number number 11 for me, too. Welcome to Mama's was fine, but I just felt like Lorraine Bracco was in, like, another movie. Yeah. (laughs) She was Yes! Yeah, I was, like, watching two parallel movies. (laughs) Rachel, you were here when we were watching that. I'll I'll never forget that. You were visiting. That's right. I was. That was so fun. <laughs> That's what I, I remember that about. That was the best part of that. Like, I didn't hate the movie. It was fine, but it was, uh-huh. it was kind of a weird, disjointed movie. But like, yeah. yeah, that was the fun part. But yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you reminded me. About that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Mary, what is your number nine? Okay. So again, this is maybe not going to be on other people's top 10 list, but fly away with me with Natalie Hall and she's got like the oh well, yeah the bird the bird and he's not a pilot <laughs> like I thought he was but and they have to like sneak the pets in and out of their apartments it just it was cute it was fun it was lighthearted it was what I needed at that time yeah so it kind of shot up on the list for me that this, felt like cool. that felt like a sitcom spec script like I wouldn't oh, be surprised yeah. if that was originally yeah for like friends or something like that. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. let's make a Hallmark movie. Can, can, I can just see it like it, an episode like, of Frasier, an episode of, you know, a sitcom like, where all of a sudden they have this bird. Way back, it's like, I mean, I'm dating myself, but like, I'm thinking like you could have written something like that on Three's Company. And yeah, they were just yeah. trying yeah. to deceive that woman. It was like deceiving uh, the Ropers or something. Yeah. <laughs> that part Even was funny. Even the nanny, I could see... <laughs> Like Fran having some bird that she has to hide, you know, like it just felt like <laughs> yes. a sitcom plot to me. Oh, yeah. I'm not totally. insulting it because of that. Yeah. It, yeah. I think that's why, yeah, maybe I liked it. I haven't found a good sitcom in a while. Yeah. You, you didn't know? have to think much about it. It was just no. nice and light and heart, which is yeah. good sometimes. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, all right, Colleen, what's your number nine? Uh, Mary, you have to watch it. It's the Wedding Veil Legacy, the third one. Okay, Alice and Sweetie. So uh, actually, I, it it just kind of stuck with me. That was the only one that stuck with me. I mean, I liked the one with Autumn, or yeah, with Autumn, but I like this one better. I thought she and Victor had good chemistry. I always have had a soft spot for Alice and Sweetie. Quick side, mm-hmm. I like twelve years ago she was in a spin class with me in Hollywood and I'll never forget that. Like I always have thought about her differently ever since then. Yes. Long, long time ago. One time it happened. Um, But yeah, I just, I just like her and I liked them. I thought it was pretty well written. I, I just, I just enjoyed that one the best out of the three and the whole thing with her rug 
the rug like she kept using her rug as like a me- and the and the friends kept thinking it was a metaphor for him because she was debating on what kind yeah. of rug to buy throughout the movie it was kind of funny i don't know anybody that didn't think that that one was the best one i i, I ever all as far as in the fandom i i, I feel like it's just universally agreed upon oh good that it was this the best good. of the three well, yeah. I bet they're I bet they're showing them before they begin these um, mm-hmm. next, you know. So yeah. that's it. That's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> Don't bother me in January. <laughs> Got to catch up. Well, my number eight is my mahogany movie. It's uh, "To Her with Love." It was oh, my favorite okay. of the mahogany movies. It might be helped by the fact that Sky Marshall was one of my favorite interviews, like ever, all time. She was. Oh hilarious and we were just me and I think it was me and Jasmine I think and we were just cracking up like she was so funny and uh and uh if she doesn't win best interview in our homework podcast awards I'll be really disappointed because I thought she was the best and uh and I just it was a cute story about this these teachers and saving the you know the art department and um and I liked uh, the guy, Tobias Truvillian. He was hunky and cute. And their little movie date. I'm a, I was a big fan of that. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was my favorite of that group. It was cute. It wasn't my favorite, but I did like I did like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it really, y'all should listen to that interview. She was so funny. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Mary, what's your number eight? Okay, it's merry-go-round. With, really? Um, yeah. Oh, okay. I I know it sounds. No, I'm no, I'm taking guessing. No, I'm sticking with it. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> because um, no, this is another one I watched with my husband, and he kept pointing stuff out, and I was like, "Shh, let me enjoy it." He, he's like, "Well, I just struggled we, with it, so that's interesting." Yeah, he pointed out the things that were the struggles for sure. But I think it it rose to the top because I I laughed so hard when we're in the courtroom, and he goes, "Honey, I'm home." So the whole, um, the concept of it, that you could still be married for all those years. And then to just was like, I think I read that in a book mm-hmm. that probably did it better. And I liked, I just liked that concept. So I forgave the other flaws um, and went with it. And Brennan Elliott, I, I just, I like him. But um, usually, but yeah. I usually like him, but he came off as so smug to me in that he movie. Kind of did. Yeah, oh, that's what actually, I struggled with. Yeah, that's actually what you're. But thinking. and and uh, um, what's her name? Um, Amanda Schul. She's one of those people that it seems like she'll be a perfect fit mm-hmm. for these movies. But so far, she's like Maggie Lawson is that way for me too. Like they should be mm-hmm. perfect fit for these movies, but so far I haven't I haven't loved either of theirs. But yeah. I'm glad that that you enjoyed it you know yeah and so I probably like I am going off of like some memories instead of like I should have taken notes during it because I also mm-hmm. wrote there to the side I wrote um romance and style yeah. there and I think mm-hmm. that was my tie even though that didn't end up well, making it in my top 10 aside from the wedding bell I think all of our picks so far have all been in the fall right oh yeah yeah I think so yeah yeah that's crazy I liked, I, I, I didn't, my biggest beef with that movie was the mother and the lie. Oh yeah, the mother That was, was my biggest problem with it. Now that you remind me of it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Not like her. laughs> 
No, it's I okay. Just, like the things that I remembered, I liked when I was looking back yeah. at the list. Like, oh yeah, I liked the student <laughs> he was fighting for the mom. Oh, that was annoying. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe I should. Maybe I should rearrange. It's too late. We're in. <laughs> it's okay. No, go with it. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so, Colleen, what's your number eight? Um, we. I feel like we're like kind of not overlapping yet. We will at some point, but love yeah. in the limelight yeah good with, choice yeah it's funny you say Vegas. that because it's it's my number seven. Oh no way <laughs> <laughs> i just really like it was my favorite movie of them together i haven't really cared for them as a as an acting couple together and i i love her but he just something about i just feel like he seems so much younger than her for some reason i don't know how yeah. old they're probably similar in age um but I just really enjoyed that movie. I thought it was really well done. I liked that she was a little uptight. I liked that she kind of chilled out. I liked the family involvement. Normally, sometimes I think the family's overkill, but I just, I just really liked that one. Yeah, no good choice. That was my seven, number seven as well. Oh, yeah. We're, probably, we're getting to the overlapping. And I didn't wow. like, okay. like a real life love story either. Like I yeah, read that afterwards. It's a true story. Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah. And this movie loved Utah more than any movie has ever mm-hmm. loved Utah. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, Utah's so beautiful. It's so great. <laughs> Go up into the mountains. <laughs> Which was fun. Uh yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I thought that the music was actually like fun. Like I download those songs. So because mm-hmm. that's not always the case with these kind of movies. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I actually enjoyed the music and I, I thought that they played the father angle just right. Like he wasn't too much. Yeah. He wasn't crazy, but he mm-hmm. was protective enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They have, and they had some like, yeah, just that the whole family was so, you know, they just, you could tell mm-hmm. they cared about her and they, you know, mm-hmm. I like that. They weren't trying yeah. to be mean, you know? I really liked when the grandma, the abuela was telling her, like, I know that you're strong enough you're a strong person you can deal with this and that kind of convinced her to uh you know once she'd been exposed by the news and you know she thinks oh i can't do this and the grandma i know you're strong enough for that yeah. that whole conversation was really good that's mm-hmm. really good i know i love that sort of emotional resilience you know being like yeah. okay this isn't going to crush me which is interesting when you look at some of my top picks near the top because there's a lot of anxiety emotional resilience themes near the top we'll get there yeah <laughs> he's johnny and he's darren do you like movies do you like your childhood do you like movies from your childhood do you like podcasts about movies from your childhood if you answered yes to one or all those questions then you might enjoy nostalgia cast it's a podcast about movies from your childhood so if you're nostalgic for nostalgia then you might like nostalgia cast so if that's the name of our podcast nostalgia cast yeah I, I think they got that should we sign off let's do it i'm johnny and he's darren and, and this, this is, is nostalgia I win. <laughs> uh, so, Colleen, what's your number seven then? If that's um, two tickets to paradise, which I had very low expectations on because I never thought that Ashley and Ryan Pavey would be a good match. And I just mm-hmm. thought they were great. I thought it totally exceeded my expectations. Maybe, maybe it's not the best movie, but mm-hmm. I just really enjoyed them. I thought it was the scenery yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. The act, the fiance was a little weird, but, but I'm glad she dealt with that at some point, you know, and 
and finally realized what she wanted, but I just really enjoyed it. And I liked his, I don't know what she was, an aunt or a friend mm-hmm. that owned that restaurant. Oh yeah. I liked that angle as well. I liked the woman who worked at the hotel. I liked the side oh, characters yeah. a lot. I liked yeah. the guys, the two hut, the husbands. I just liked it. I just thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to have kids with cute smiles. I mean, both of those characters <laughs> have true. the best big yeah. grins. Just, well, especially Ashley. She's just, she just lights up the screen, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And gorgeous scenery, just fun. But. Exactly. Well, my number six uh, is, uh, was Groundswell. Uh, oh, it's I- mine. Oh really? <laughs> you guys. Now we're starting though. Now we're starting. I have not seen that one yet. Oh, oh really? I think it I was, was out of town for that. I had two big trips this last year. Uh, but I love her. So what yeah. did you think about the the pairing? Well, Hector is great. I loved interviewing mm-hmm. him. He was really great. Uh and uh I thought that they actually had really good chemistry and uh, I'm a sucker for Hawaii and the ocean. And so all that part of it, learning to surf, I've learned how to surf. And so all that I kind of connected with, but I thought that Hector did a really good job with the emotional parts when he was talking about his wife dying and, and there with his brother and his, uh, and all of that all was really good. I thought, and, uh, um, I, I thought that, it was it thought the food parts worked i guess this is the second good food movie of the year <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, this this is the kind of thing that's a pretty easy sell to me i love hawaii i love lacy i love yeah. you know being in the water food movies i love all the ingredients and i thought they did it real well lee friedlander's the director she did a, a really good job i honestly think they like elevated the book i mean i loved having katie lee bagel on she was awesome but like they really only used maybe two chapters of that book oh really (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, but anyway uh i enjoyed it so i have it at six uh what about you what do you have at six mary i had a splash of love so your ocean oh yeah okay so i feel like and yeah, and Benjamin Hollingsworth. I felt like I had to choose between two of his, like I couldn't have two, which I don't know. Those aren't the rules, you know? <laughs> so I, I kicked off romance and style for this one, but which I also liked. Um, but Splash of Love, which I don't know, it was just fun. My dad's from the Pacific Northwest. Um, and so I just have memories of being around there, even though I've never seen an orca, actually. So I guess I just need this guy to take me out on a boat yeah. and show me Pod C or whatever it was. Like, um, <laughs> That's another one that has Laura Soltis as yes. the, uh, yes. she was like the queen of moms this year or <laughs> yes. moms or, or she wasn't or a that, mom, but, or the, 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 the woman, maternal the, figure. the maternal yeah. figure yeah. and like how I, I had to be eight, eight movies this year or yeah. something like that. It felt yeah. like I know. so good. Busy season for her. Yeah, we need really to good. nominate her for, for princess Hallmarkies podcast award princess. Supporting, there you go. It's our supporting actor. <laughs> yeah. Actress <laughs> award. Uh, but yeah that was that was a fun one uh and yeah they really embraced Rhiannon and Hunter this year Hallmark mm-hmm. they're, mm-hmm. they're kind of I feel like they're sort of the future of the network yeah good point mm-hmm. 
I liked it. I thought it was yeah. a good one. I liked Rhiannon in that. I, I she's kind of quirky and kind of mm-hmm. almost a little goofy sometimes. But yeah. I yeah. I watch her up TV. I have to watch a bunch of movies on up TV with her as well. And I just I just get I like her. Yeah, she's so cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Colleen, you had Groundswell at six. Yes. Yes. So what do you like about it? Um, a lot of what you already said. I loved the um scenery. I've never been to Hawaii. I can't believe I live in California. I've never been to Hawaii. I don't understand what's wrong yeah. with me. I've never been either. Take me with oh, you. you Take haven't? me okay. with you. <laughs> My in-laws met there when they, they met um, and got like, so they were both on a trip with their family and they met in Hawaii, came back to Utah and met each other here and started dating and got engaged like super fast. They like fell in love in Hawaii. It's like a Hallmark movie. It's I was going to say, you need to write that. Yeah. It was like an 11 day span awesome. of both being on this trip. And so we keep bugging them for their 50th wedding anniversary. All like 20 grandkids. Oh. We need to go to Hawaii and see the spot where they oh. fell in love. But someday. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. I just, I liked, I also liked the cameos of what was it? Katie Lee. And mm-hmm. I didn't know the other one. I can't remember who the other one was. When there, weren't there two, I think. But I, I liked the cooking piece. I liked, yeah. I just liked it all. I enjoyed it. I don't know anything about surfing. I would never surf myself. <laughs> too old to surf now, I think. But um, I just, it's interesting. That side of it, that's just nothing I know anything about. And I kind of learned a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether or not it's real or not, it's probably, most of it's probably like somehow. Well, they had Leanne Wong, who has been on Top Chef and was actually on Top Chef. That's the okay. same when Katie Lee, when she hosted, she did the first season of Top Chef. And uh, Leanne Wong was on that season. And uh, so they, I, th- I think they brought her on because of that. Oh, okay. So that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, very good. All right. Well, my number five is Mid Love Crisis. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> you guys are thinking, I didn't see that one either. Um, but it's, it looks so cute. It was so good. Like, it was really good. Oh, good. Well, obviously it's in both of them in number five. Um, it looked really, really cute. And I'm bummed mm-hmm. I didn't see it because I, you guys, my guilty pleasure was Desperate Housewives for years. Yeah. Oh. And Terry Hatcher's just amazing. Remember that Christmas yeah. movie she was in with James Denton? Uh-huh. Yes. Just, yes. I ate it up. I was just like, ugh. Funny you mentioned that because we are doing our, uh, our um, uh, patron watch along this month with James Denton watching Kiss Before Christmas. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> On the night. Oh, wow. Gonna be super fun. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Midlove Crisis. I mean, I don't know any other studio that is giving parts like these to women. Like there are a lot of, I feel like there are a lot of roles for older women. There are a lot of roles for younger women, but giving for this uh this particular age of woman that you know this mid-love crisis 50th birthday i feel like it's pretty unique actually there's not a ton of roles out there and so i'm happy that hallmark is telling these stories because i think it's important and i mean i guess you'd have an occasional like the book club movies or things like that but i'm i'm just glad that they gave her this opportunity and i thought it was really well done i loved her daughter and her daughter's fiance uh, was really well done and sweet. And James Tupper, I mean, I've loved him ever since like Men in Trees and going way back. He's so good. Uh, and like hit her ex was a little, not the best. It was a little much, but other than that, I just really enjoyed it. 
Yeah. He was, he was a little, a little, he was like a lot creepy to me. Like yeah, he kind of creeped me out, <laughs> but yeah, I loved it. And I love too. I agree. There's like Hallmark has found a way to tell stories for, I mean, you have Holly Robinson and you have her and you have, there's others. Yeah. That other movie, the movie with James Dutton, that woman was a little older. Um, I can't think of her name, but oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. in their the 50, harmony. high, late forties and fifties. Yeah. You just they used to drop out of home. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or they're only parents and that's it. Yes. They're only the secondary story. They're not the main story. This yeah. in this movie, the woman, the lead was the was the mom, and the secondary was the daughter, which I loved. Yeah. 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 Really good. Yeah. All right. Well, Mary, what was your number five? <laughs> okay. Next is another one that might be controversial, but rip in time. Oh yeah, that was goofy. Uh, that was I like I liked it. <laughs> yeah, so, I enjoyed it too. <laughs> like people like either hated it online were like, what did I just watch? Or they were like, this was so cute, cute, crazy, weird. And I was in that latter part where I was like, that was hilariously weird. And it was it was such a crazy concept that I was like, why not? I'm all in, you know, and Niall May, he's just I could watch him like, I don't know, read a cookbook or something. He's yeah. just to me, I just really like him and so it was just crazy. And this, the whole, it's just, I don't know. It was enjoyable and yeah, I'm sticking He's with it. He's taking really interesting projects now, Mater. I, I feel know. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like, I agree. This yes. one, the, uh, uh, what was his Christmas? I feel like his Christmas movie was a little bit different. Oh, it was oh. that was when I think of Christmas, but, but anyway, he's taking like unusual yeah yeah it's a lot different than um remember the old ones with um Aaron Krakow where he with the three of them that yeah I try not to remember (laughs) (laughs) father Christmas (laughs) so like grow and maybe try it like you know uh, anyway so yeah and this one like was just so bizarre and he was just there for it like he wasn't phoning in his part at all he was like yeah I am committed to this part yeah definitely all right. Well, my number four, pretty much my top four are dead heat. Like I really loved all four of these movies though, mm-hmm. so, but since I have to pick my number four is romance and style. I just loved this movie. And some it people were so like, good. Oh, it was too hard on the body positivity. I disagree because mm-hmm. her job is in fashion. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get this line taken seriously. Yeah. This, so it made sense for her character. And yeah. I just loved JC so much. I thought she was great. Another yeah. one with Laura Soltis being great. <laughs> Good um, choice. I think I should Hollingsworth. dump out Mary go around and put that one back in. I mean, he, he <laughs> I support that. Because you're like, I totally support that. So if we want to do the director's cut of this podcast later, we'll just put that, <laughs> put that one in. Because their and their chemistry was so good. Like you could yeah, tell that he good. looked at her. Like his eyes would just like sparkle. He's like, yeah. I like you. Like you are yes. yeah. Yeah. And it was believable. Yes. From the moment he saw her, he was gone. Yes. He was that I mean, the- and that was so swoonworthy. It was just yes. I absolutely just loved it. And I thought for once they had a movie about fashion where, where she looked like high fashion. Like you made that point. Like like that Hallmark doesn't quite know how to dress some women. And you've kind of been making that point over the year. Like we don't want like weird stuff cut up in the middle or this or that or big bows. She, yeah, she looked good. Like, yeah. 
I'm convinced the only time I'm sorry. I'm convinced the only time that it happened where like someone was dressed like impeccably. Yeah. I go back to 20, whatever, 15, um, um, mistletoe promise. Jamie King was like a supermodel. I swear she used her own wardrobe for that movie. Yeah. Otherwise you don't get that. The, the, I'm not sold on the ponytail in that movie. I guess she had to like fight for it. According to Uh, Lonzo Duralde said it's green drafts. She had to fight for that ponytail. It gives me headaches watching it. Oh, but but the fashion, oh, the clothes were so good. Agreed. But, uh, romance and style. I just thought she looked great. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I complained in undercover holiday that they were just putting her in these oversized clothes and it just looks Mm -hmm. terrible, but this, was so important for her character because she, works in fashion, fashion designers yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah um, but uh but another one that i love the fashion of i think if i'm thinking back old school would be um uh, uh love of the thanksgiving day parade oh yeah her clothes oh yeah they were great great in that so we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies merch store are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or hallmarky in your life What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Mary, what is your number four? Okay, so like you, I've got a bunch that are all kind of tied kind of in a row here. And I put the presence of love at number four. That's so good. I know. So see, it might move up. I don't know. Um, gosh, it might. I mean, both of them. I oh gosh, talk about eyes like Julian Morris. Good gravy. Yes. Well, it's the color of his eyes. I mean, honestly, like a nice gravy. He um, just. I mean, it was it was gorgeous. It was so interesting to see her work through um, these issues that she had with anxiety and uh, and panic attacks. And then he's just so kind um, to her and. And gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous England. So I'm so glad that you had this on your list because I felt like this went way under the radar and hardly Mm -hmm. anybody was talking about it. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear you have it as well because I know Michelle and I were just like in love with this movie. So beautiful. (laughs) I have it coming up. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, it might need to move up because I'm like, yeah, I feel like if you're watching this like in real time, it's like moving it. Wait, no, I know. But I mean, yeah, I can't say enough good about it. And I think I even was telling people around me, have you seen that one yet? You ought to see that one. So yeah, it definitely went under, went under the radar. I don't feel like they marketed it very much and people hardly even knew it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it beat all the Ireland, beat Italy. <laughs> oh, for yes. sure. For sure. <laughs> Those are the only <laughs> two places you're allowed to fall in love, I think. <laughs> maybe in new york city every now and then oh yeah (laughs) but but, Celine, what's your number four 
Actually, it's um, my favorite of the mahogany, unthinkably good things. I just mm. really enjoyed it. I, maybe it was because they advertised it to death and I was yeah. kind of sick of seeing the commercials, but I was like, <laughs> I gave it a fair shot and I really enjoyed it. Um, I liked the three. I mean, there, there was a lot of conflict going on and a lot of drama, but sometimes I, maybe I just expect mm. that. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Three best friends. i I, you know, being a woman, yeah. you know, you have these, uh, when you get into conversations with your friends, you know, sometimes everyone has a lot going on and you yeah. just have to listen and deal with it and figure out what to say. I mean, these are a little extreme, but I thought it was interesting that the one girl actually kind of left that left her husband, but kind of took a break. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> Which is not something you normally see. And I'm not saying I advocate for that ever, but I, it was different. Mm-hmm. and just to get her point of view I just enjoyed it I thought it was really well done I liked all three actresses I, I liked it yeah I did too I had it in my top 15 so I I did enjoy it uh I uh I liked all of the ladies and um the stories and everything mm-hmm. and and, it, and it's interesting because then they kind of did the same thing again with girlfriendship mm-hmm. um and I mean I like both of them but I and maybe that's why for me to her would love stood out a little bit more mm-hmm. just being like a little of the yeah. four that they've done, which mm-hmm. one was a Christmas movie. So we're not counting it. So of the three, uh, it just felt a little bit more original to me, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, they were all solid. I thought the, um, mahogany movies, they did a good yes. job with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> all right. Well, my number three and this is probably the movie that I've watched clips of it the most over and over again because I loved like particularly certain scenes. Uh, it's Game Set Love. What? I loved this movie so really? much. Yes. Wow. Yes. I, so I, I have um, two boys are on our high school tennis team. And so when they were seeing the clips for it, like, oh, we got to watch that. It's actually a Hallmark movie about tennis. We like mm-hmm. tennis. But they kept like I should not have watched it with them because they well there's no other yeah. play. <laughs> I have no knowledge of tennis hardly at all. Like oh, so that maybe helps. Yeah. I know nothing. Yeah. But I, I love Richard Harmon. I thought he was great. He was yeah. so swoonworthy in it and playing this like bad boy of tennis. And oh, I thought him and Davida had such good chemistry. And then when they're dancing and then they kiss, that was it a good was scene. So good yeah. that scene. I'd love to see uh, more. They're playing play. our song. Yeah. <laughs> that was great i i just thought it was so swoon worthy uh throughout and uh the big climactic tennis match and everything and yeah uh so yeah it was, yeah. It was definitely one of my favorites yeah i and have a higher hope sport because it really did meld my sports life with all my children <laughs> and my husband that play sports and then my love of like a happy ending yeah um, yeah, I shouldn't have watched it with those two boys. They were like, oh, he's, like There's no, he's not holding the rest. Just stop it. <laughs> like, enjoy. This is so cute. They're going to yeah. kiss. Be quiet. <laughs> I hope that he does more movies. And yeah. Uh, and I would love if him and his girlfriend, Rhiannon Fish, did a movie together. That would be amazing. That would be wild. Oh, I'd like to see that. Yeah. And his sister directed this movie, Game Set Love. So it's just like a Harmon Love Fest right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Love Fest. Mm-hmm. Love for tennis and for, you know. Yeah. 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 
I like what you did there. I did not know she directed it. That's really cool. Yes, Jessica Harmon and his father, I think, or his uncle Alan Harmon is also a Hallmark director. Oh, so it's just okay. the Harmon family is well represented in Hallmark world. But uh, but yeah, I would love that. That would be so fun. But uh, I really like Davida too. I think that she. I hope that she keeps doing these because I really enjoyed her. So I enjoyed mm-hmm. interviewing her as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Mary, what's your number three? All right, it's Love's Portrait. Oh, um, okay. Oh, one, I remember that. Yeah, this was similar to me to the Presence of Love, only in that it was just gorgeous overseas England, you know, scenery. <laughs> but it was I really liked the the um, because my my dear friend is the ASL teacher, so I kind of really loved the sign language in it, mm. um, and it was just like just seamless like oh yeah and I do this song and then um it was such a cool concept that like he would dream of her and he drew this painting of her which could be a little creepy but they kind of uncreepified it in my view so and there were just some really nice scenes where he's like in the rain with her or I think he reaches out and like touch moves her hair off her cheek and I was like that's a good move (laughs) so it it bumped up the list for me (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. I liked that yeah, one too. I yeah, liked it too. One. Yeah. Nice. All right, Colleen, what's your number three? Um, the presence of love. <laughs> there you go. I love Eloise. I wish mm. she did more. I mean, she doesn't, she does a fair amount of homework, but she's in one of my all-time favorite Christmas movies, Christmas with Holly. And I've yeah. liked her ever since. Yes. With Sean Ferris. Uh, Yes. yes oh i love yes. her which don't even get me started oh my god oh, and the veterans I, christmas too oh i love oh that. she I is love that. oh my gosh that movie <laughs> is one of my all-time favorites yeah. she's she's just so good yeah i really liked it and you know i hadn't thought about the anxiety aspect of it even though that was a huge part of it i'm like that's a really good subject to discuss in a movie that you don't normally see because not everyone has a perfect life and even though they everyone has a conflict like you could visibly see it versus just talking about it or whatever I mean it was just a lot more present in the movie I really like that and I've never been to Ireland I need to Mm go Mm -hmm. so I just really enjoyed it it was just Mm -hmm. really hit me the right way yeah oh yeah well it's my number two the presence of love was my number two i think it's just about perfect the only real flaw i would have with it was his mother was unreasonable like just too much but i loved everything with the daughter and and her trying to help her daughter get help you know with her anxiety and all of that um yeah eloise was great i i thought they had really good chemistry her and julian morris it was beautiful. Uh, it was just a really good story. And mm-hmm. uh, this is directed by McLean Nelson, who is the husband of Claire Niederprom, who has directed tons of Hallmark movies, uh, including um, uh, her pen pal. She did that one. Oh, yeah. That yeah. So one. they're like a dynamic duo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I just thought it, I mean, like, it's really the mother's the only flaw I would have with mm-hmm. the movie. I think this one is feature film worthy i think you oh, could have sure. this mm-hmm. in uh, in theaters it's yeah it's i agree mm-hmm. i agree all right mary what's your number two dating the delaney huh? okay. oh i like that one that was in my yeah. top 15 
Oh yeah. See, and it, it mm-hmm. went to number two because I am just such a strong Rachel Boston, Paul Campbell, like, and them together. The last bridesmaid, if I just watch that anytime it comes on, I'm like, oh, I, I just so I was coming into this one thinking I'm gonna love it because it's these two that I adore. And I liked the different um storylines, like the daughter's storyline and her, you know, and that sweet, sweet young other teenage boy, you know, I just every storyline, I loved it. Yeah. It was it was just fun. Top to well, August was also the month for like despicable ex-husbands. It because we had Black Monroe. It's terrible. We had uh, we had her ex in Groundswell, Lucy's Lacey's ex in Groundswell. Oh, we had yeah. uh, we had Brendan Zub in in this one mm, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was cute. And when he would like, when Paul Campbell would like deliver, have things delivered for her. Yeah, because he that, does comedy so well. But here yeah. he did that really like sincere, um, mm-hmm. almost like a dramatic kind of role in in some yeah. places of it, you know, because he's showing that mourning, but also moving forward in this openness to this new love. Yeah, that was, it was like quarantine, quarantine. I can't talk to it. It's like quarantine, uh, uh, it's a quarantine gesture you know yeah. like when we're all stuck mm-hmm. and people would send you stuff oh yeah yes yeah. <laughs> so good uh yeah it was cute it was a good one yeah uh, good. <laughs> okay well uh colleen what is your number two romance and style we yeah, very good. i mean so i good. i was going back and forth between that and presence of love is which one was three and two, but I just, I really liked it. I love Benjamin Hollingsworth. I've loved him for, I don't, I've only seen him on Hallmark. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's been in anything else, but I, there was a movie, oh, I don't know. It might be 10 years by now um, called Lucky in Love, where he yeah. was kind of yes. married. Do you remember that movie? Yes. Yes. He had that April Fool's thing. movie. That's he had the that one nerd that made thing me- you yes. like, Rachel. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He was one of the first ones with the nerdy thing. And I just loved him. But I just thought this was really well done. I've watched so much fashion reality. Like I've watched Project Runway and all that. And there was, I mean, they really, um, it's such a cutthroat industry and you have to really fight. And I just feel like the way they wrote the two villains was really well done. It was like, you know, Mm -hmm. thinking of like some of these fashion directors you hear about you know, like stereotypical, yeah. almost like the stereotypical, but really like someone like an mm-hmm. Anna Wintour or somebody like that. I mean, that's just all, you know, it's, yeah. this is how she is. She was like Meryl Streep, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, I just it was really so good. It. Yeah, it was really good. I don't have anything else to say that you, you guys didn't already say. You've convinced me. I was, it's in my top 10 now. I'm today. We're kicking our right. right around for all the reasons we've discussed. <laughs> and romance and style is in the top 10. It really was so good. And I can have two Ben Hollingsworth. There's no rules. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, my number one is honestly, I, it's going to be tough to beat in 2023. It's, I think, one of the best homework movies period that they've ever made uh it's uh just one kiss was number one mm-hmm. um i mean it's got it's a cool. lot of things that i love it, you know it's got a lot of music i love musicals santino mm-hmm. fontana i love Hello. krista rodriguez yep. i love 
the whole thing with the with the moms totally worked for me and it was fun because the uh the second time I watched it I was like oh look at what they did there and there and there and I could see all the sort of little clues because you don't re- they were very clever about the way they would have the character talking to herself uh in certain scenes that it feels like she's talking to the mom but she doesn't actually talk to the mom very good I mean, if I was going to hard nitpick, I do think that her ex was a little lifetime thrillery, little, little stalker, mm-hmm. little weird, yeah. uh, but everything else was so good that I was willing to forgive that. I thought Ava Grace Cooper was absolutely great, uh, as the daughter, she was wonderful. Um, and just the whole cast. I loved every scene on the roof. Oh, so good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I absolutely love the movie. So it's yeah. my number one. That's fun. Yeah. So Mary, what's your number one? Okay. It's don't forget. I love you with, uh, Emily Olerup and Clayton James. It was like, I think from oh. one of their first oh, ones. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of, it's along that same thing of presence of love with the um, anxiety that she was feeling um and she gets this push to get through it and I just loved how patient he was with her not like whoa you've got issues or you're weird or whatever he was like come along with me like on that bridge I would have died I would have died just carry me off I'm dead and he just helps her through it you know and because I've I've been through that in my life where I have this terrible thing with heights and I was like this is me on the screen I totally connected with her and he I think Clayton James needs to have more starring roles I think he's just a sweetheart Mm -hmm. sorry it, My, it pushed to the top for me. Did you watch that. the Christmas retreat? Uh, oh, this yeah. on Op TV. Oh, he had no, the lead huh? in that. With oh, William Fish. Cute. Yes. It was cute. Oh my gosh, really? Oh, or it might be the cute. holiday retreat. It's the retreat something. The treat something? Yeah. Okay. For Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, cute. My only bone to pick with that movie, it's yeah. fun movie, is that the poster was terrible. It has oh, her making yeah. this like really weird face and like she's this beautiful woman and she's in this like sweatsuit. I don't know. It was like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? She's one of those beautiful women on any Hallmark movie. Amelia Ullerup. Like, why did you have this terrible poster? <laughs> yeah. It could have been a better poster. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> but other than that, it was fun. Uh, all right. Uh, Colleen, what's your number one? Just one kiss. <laughs> hey, <laughs> good choice. It was so just good. really, it was just great. I mean, I, um, Oh, this is really good. It was just it was more like it, it was also feature filmish to me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I could see I that. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I totally had no idea the parent, the mothers were not alive. I didn't even pick up on it in the first until the end. I had no clue. I I was maybe I just I usually I can pick up, you know, you you see something and you're like, okay, this is how this is gonna go. That one I didn't have any of that. Yeah. I just really liked it. I liked yeah. both of them. Yeah. And I loved all the sort of fantasy sequences. Yes. You know, when they're they're dreaming of each other and they're the gives them more of a chance to sing and dance and oh the singing. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, so great. So I still remember. So you get to interview all these people a lot, Rachel, but I um, uh-huh. I got to interview him once in a press junket oh. when he came out to Salt Lake City to be with the Tabernacle Choir for their Christmas nice. concert. So we were all there interviewing him. And I still remember the other reporter, I'm not gonna call out which agency she's uh-huh. with because my but she goes 
so some have said, Mr. Pum, you know, that you have a chocolate voice and he blushed and like he laughed and blushed and he's like, I think I'm going to call it my name of my next album, The Chocolate Voice. <laughs> and I, that has stuck with me through these years, how kind he was, how awesome he was. He wasn't like, that's right. He was like, that is so nice of you to say, you know, he was so kind to all of us in the press and just like so happy to be there. And I've always been so impressed with him as a person yeah. because of that. I would love to interview either of them. The only people in this cast that I've interviewed is actually Ava Grace. I interviewed her oh, cool. uh, a while back. And then I interviewed, of course, we've interviewed Nina Wyman, the writer many times. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's very, uh, but, very good. And I, we did a Nina Wyman ranking or I think it was top, top 10, something like that. And, uh, and she, this was my number one out of all of her movies. I think it's the best she's ever written. Just yeah, which is saying something. She has some really good ones. Oh, yeah, really good ones. So, all right, we did it. Very good. Well, let's go over our our list. So, I have Just One Kiss at one, The Presence of Love at two, Game Set Love at three, Romance and Style at four, Mid Love Crisis at five, Groundswell at six, Love in the Limelight at seven. To her with love at eight, always Amori at nine, and Autumn in the City at ten. So, Mary, what is your uh, reformed list? <laughs> My reformed <laughs> list. Okay, and number one, I had <laughs> Don't Forget I Love You. Number two, Dating the Delaney's. Number three and four, Really Close, Love's Portrait and Presence of Love. Number five, Rip in Time. Uh, six, Splash A Splash of Love. Seven, Love in the Limelight. Eight. Um, we will not name anymore. It's romance and style. <laughs> I, did I do that right? Yeah, I'm, or am I lost here? Yeah, it was eight. Uh, Fly away with me, number nine. And when are we going to kick off Mary Me and You Said to Me? You guys almost talked me out of that one too. Mary Me and You Said to Me. We'll just keep it in number okay. 10. You can keep it. <laughs> it's fun watching it with my husband. So it's. Yeah. And Colleen? Yes. Um, just One Kiss, number one, Romance and Style, number two, Presence of Love, number three, Unthinkably Good Things, number four, Mid-Love Crisis, number five, Groundswell, number six, Two Tickets to Paradise, number seven, Love in the Limelight, number eight, Wedding Veil Legacy, number nine, The Journey Ahead, number 10. Good. And we had some, uh, hold on a second, just need to refresh. We had on Twitter... Uh, Bo Bud says the presence of love. Oh. Been a long time since Hallmark made a character as compelling and meaningful to me as Jocelyn, and two, he is always a more. Uh, our friend Anne, she says unthinkably good things, just one kiss, and romance and style. Our friend Michelle, she says just one kiss, presence of love, love classified, game set love, and romance and style. Uh, let's see here. Um, one says, uh, if it's just straight up Hallmark channel and not sister channels, then I'd have to go with the Wedding Veil trilogy. This is Kimberly uh, or Romance and Style. If Hallmark moves and mysteries, I got with the presence of love. So maybe it's got more <laughs> fans than I realized. Mm. Our friend Caroline has Just One Kiss, Romance and Style, RIP in Time, Various Caterer, and Cut Color Murder. She had some. Uh, Mary, uh, 89642776 says rip in time, just one kiss, romance and style. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Gail Kinolowski Kino- says the wedding bell trilogy. So glad they're doing another three. 
Um, and then Liza Kennedy says uh, that she loved Romance and Style and the Wedding Veil trilogy. Mm. So there we go. Uh, let us know what you think uh, of our picks or what your lists are. We'd love to hear in the comment section or on Twitter. And uh, Mary, where can people follow you? Yeah, so I'm at, on Twitter, underscore Mary Richards. Instagram is Mary Richards Reports. Facebook reporter Mary Richards. Great. And Colleen? I am on Instagram and Twitter at Lele, L-E-L-E, 44094. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of your social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. And uh, also make sure you're following the podcast, Home Murky's Pod and Home Murky's Podcast, all of our social media, except for Facebook. Our Facebook is down. We may never get it back. So don't follow us there. <laughs> um, but we are on TikTok. Uh, so check us out there and everywhere else. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group where you can have awesome, be part of awesome watch alongs and other activities. And, and it's just definitely, I think you have the most bang for your buck of any Patreon I've seen. And we also have the merch store. We get tons of fun uh, merch, uh, parties, hallmarkies, uh, postables, inspired merch. So check that out. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to y'all later. Happy New Year. <laughs>